shit. Oh, snap, crackle, pop. I'm jamming out. Sorry. I just love our intro, man. Our intro is always freaking just snap. Gets you ready to rock, and you're just jamming out. Get y'all pumped up for some yeah. football. Ah, welcome, football. In to, welcome, in <laughs> welcome in, everybody, to Outer Rhythm Fantasy Sports. I am Jamie, and that is Eli. We're here to actually talk waivers, run over what we saw in week three from football this weekend. Just just tons and tons of stuff. We, we actually got our highlighted players for this week. We got some bargain bins. We got the ghosting segment coming up. We got, uh, and then we got the, <laughs> then we have our college spotlight of the week as well. And then, and then we got waivers as well too. So, I mean, we have a lot of stuff to actually get into. So, I mean, if you guys want to jump in, ask, ask some questions away while we're uh, doing what we do best, give you guys some best information as possible. So we have a lot to freaking get into, man. I honestly did not watch any football this weekend because I was actually up for a while. Watched a few streams, jumped in. Well, I mean, I watched a few streams, chatted with some people, giving my opinions, and I kind of passed out after that. And I pretty much woke up around probably five and seen a few games, you know, kind of the last little bit of the games. But uh yeah, I watched Sunday night football and yeah, it wasn't the greatest. <laughs> uh no, no, Sunday night was awful. Um yeah, I don't even get me started on uh on the Raiders. I mean, I, I think Jimmy's going to be out a couple weeks uh with that and Steelers uh I you know, you would have told me 2 years ago I would have said you were nuts like really Jalen Warren's going to replace Najee cuz Najee was a beast 2 years ago. You're like but I, I think it's going to happen. I think not. I think Najee's going to get benched, or he's going to get a reduced role. I think Jalen Warren, uh, from what I was hearing, he's going to have an increased role in the offense, and I think Jalen Warren's going to take over in Pittsburgh, be their feature back pretty soon. Um, I know in Detroit, uh, you know, after what happened on, on Sunday with the Falcons, I think Jameer Gibbs is going to be the feature back there. One, you know, David Montgomery was out, so when he comes back, I think Jameer Gibbs is going to be the feature back with Detroit. So you know, injuries are. Are uh you know they're 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 starting to they're starting to rack up a little bit and so you know guys are coming to guys that you know we suspected were going to be good you know uh you know like Gibbs and even Jalen Warren like we kind of you know you know if something happens to Najee you know he might not be a bad replacement you know guys we you know we we had on the back burner are starting to you know come to the forefront but but Jay uh you know what if uh, any of the listeners haven't done this yet. And we've we've been around for you know a minute now. You, you should have done it already. But uh, go join our Discord. Uh, and you know what? If you want to go back and listen to any of the podcasts, guess what? We're on we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Pods, Google Pods, Podbean, uh, Shakalaka Laka. We're everywhere. We're on a bunch of different platforms. So you you could find us. Uh, but yeah, you would have known had you been listening to the show, had you been going back and listening to the archived uh, uh, episodes, you you would have heard a lot of these names. A lot of these guys that are popping now. Devon A. Chain. Yes. Uh, uh, hello. Oh, yeah. Hello. Fly. McFly. I had over 200 yards and four touchdowns. Had you listened back in, back in May and June when we were talking him up? Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't have had to wait. You would have picked him up, but you would have drafted him, uh, you know, late rounds or he would have you would have already been on your team or your dynasty team. Um, 
yeah, lots of goodies uh, on, you know, and, and that's our personal preference is Spotify. Go back and listen to a lot of the archive episodes and then you can listen to this stream one, you know, you know this will be up after we're done tonight. Uh, so if you guys couldn't watch it live, yeah, lots of, yeah. lots of goodies and in discords, you know, like we always mention that that's always, you know, good banter, good talk. You know, if you, you know, not like you can have, you know, a hundred people on one messenger log, you know, it's good to be, you know, it's kind of more of a smaller, uh, you know, you know, group to kind of get your, get your thoughts across. So, you know, cause Facebook's got, you know, you could have thousands and thousands of people comment on the same thing versus, you know, discord is a little more intimate. So that's why we uh, recommend that, but yeah, yeah, Jay, more, any other thoughts on, on any of the, the, you know, between the, the 49ers and giants on Thursday, all the way up to that, you know, that debacle that was the Rams and Bengals. God, both, both games are bad Monday night, but you know, just have at it. I, I, well, I'm sorry. I got, sorry. I got distracted here for a moment for some odd reason. Supposedly no one can comment. Yeah. So supposedly no one can comment. So I'm trying to figure that out on the fly here. So, I mean, I didn't change anything. Yeah. Oh, so I'm trying to figure that out on the fly here quick. And yeah, it's uh, not uh, not good for some odd reason. I just don't I don't think I changed anything far as our whatever it is our for commenting stuff like that, which is kind of weird. But I'm trying to figure that out right now as we talk. Uh, oh, well, while Jay's figuring that out. I'll kind of run over, you know, some of my thoughts on more of the games. Um, and then we, you know, we can get into a few injuries, uh, a few major ones, actually. Um, Giants, you know, from thir last Thursday night, I know it's been five days now, but, you know, my, my thoughts on that. Giants are who I, who I thought they were. I, I, I thought they were a seven-win team before the season started, like a six-seven-win team, and that's what they're going to end up being. Not very good. 49ers are dominant, and, you know, that kind of – I kind of went the way you figured it would, especially without Saquon. They had no chance. Uh, some of the games on Sunday, Dolphins were. I mean, that. I mean, that was level ten beatdown right there. Uh, I, that's, you know, we, you know, we both, you know, love college football, and that's what that reminded me of. It reminded me of like a Big Twelve, you know, uh, Tech, you know, Oklahoma when when Oklahoma was, was actually a good program when they still had Lincoln Riley and you know like. Kyler and Baker and those kind of guys playing quarterback, you know, and they, and they beat like Iowa state or something. They, you know, they beat them like 55, three, just a, just a beat down. You couldn't stop them on offense. That's how it felt. I mean, it felt like, like the Broncos had no answer. Like I, I think the dolphins punted once, you know what I mean? Just, just couldn't stop them. And that was, that was just fun to watch. I mean, I, I was hoping they'd go for a set. They'd go for the NFL record. Like, I mean, they, they let, they let up late. I mean, they were taking a lot of knees and, I mean, it's just professional courtesy, I guess. But if I were them, if you're that close, because the NFL record is uh, 72 points. I think it was like a 72 to 41 game back in 1966 or something. But I would have gone for the record. I would have at least banged a field goal through, you know, beat them like 73-20 or something. But, yeah, Dolphins were super impressive. Bills, uh, Sam Howell looked terrible. He'll probably be in your ghost in segment, I'm guessing, later. Yeah, yeah he will uh, be. But I'm not going to write off Sam Howell for one game. You know, it's – it's only one game. I mean, Buffalo's yeah. great. I mean, that, that Jets game, you know, let's pretend that Jets game never happened. I mean, Buffalo, Buffalo is a lot better than that. Um, Monday night stuff. Uh, yeah. Bucks, like I was telling you through messenger, like bucks who are, are who I thought they were too, you know, like we're an average team. I thought we'd be way worse. I mean, I, I at this point I thought we'd be one and two. So two and one, I'll take it. 
I think we can beat a lot yeah, of the bad teams. And I, yeah, you know, if the Bucks stay on this, I think if we stay on this course, we can win eight games. Well, eight, yeah, nine, that's possible. Which, which in this division, I mean, that would put you right in contention. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. I've been begging for them to trade for, you know, JT, you know, for Jonathan Taylor. That's probably not going to happen. Yeah, uh, they didn't get Cam Akers. You know, he ended up with the Vikings. So I, I've, I've been begging for help at running back. Um, you know, this not eh, Rashad White, John Tucker. Just eh, you know, maybe, maybe <laughs> Tucker will be back in a couple years. But like right now, yeah. this backfield does nothing for me. And, and Baker, Baker's going to have weeks like this. I mean, that's why Baker, you know, is kind of a journeyman at this point. Like he's not Mahomes. He's not Herbert. He's not one of these guys. So. Uh, and then, like like I said, the uh, Bengals and Rams. It was just, I mean, you 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 think you know rematch from the Super Bowl a couple of years that'd be a little more exciting, but you know it was you know, Burrow's banged up and Matt Stafford looked, you know he he pulled one of those he he does that about once every three or four games. You know when he's healthy, he'll just have a, a he'll just he'll just shit the bed, and that's what he did. Yeah. You know he just played um, awful, and but he'll I mean he'll be back. I mean they're. I think they're playing the Colts this weekend. I wouldn't be surprised if Stafford went off. You know, Puka had another 12-catch game or something. So, I mean, I think the Rams will be back to normal Sunday and, and probably beat the Colts. But those are just my some of my observations. And I like I like Green yeah. Bay's comeback, too. I thought I thought Love I thought Jordan Love showed me a lot, you know, coming back from 17-nothing. Yeah, it is. Now. Thank um, you, Donovan. <laughs> yeah, I think it's – I think when I was uploading or something like that or putting – I don't know what happened. Something changed and I, something in for the settings. And, yeah, it's, it's all kid-related things. If you change it, no one can comment. Or I, I don't know. So, yeah, not sure how that got changed. But um, – <clears throat> excuse me real quick. Um, <clears throat> God dang. Cough, so, coughing up that bullshit. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> mm. Oh, I'll just run down my notes here real quick. Colts, Zach Moss had a heyday. Um, you know, they signed um, Trevor Simeon. He you know, he was kind of mixed in there a little bit. Um, but Pittman and Downs had a heyday with, um, with, uh, with you know, a long-haired, dreaded guy. You know, I'm not sure his name, you know. But, you know, just one of those guys that get her just no-namers. I'm just kidding. Um, he looked pre- They looked pretty good with um, – I can't think of his name now. Um, but they look good. I think with when if Richardson does come back, Downs and Downs will be kind of less seen by then. Um, Zay Flowers and Andrews are probably the only people you can really trust in this offense right now because they're they have nothing else. Bateman doesn't look good. The run game is trash. Um, and then uh, the Browns Ford he repeats from Monday night. I mean he's still he just his trend needs to just keep going and going and going. Um, Cooper, he had 116 yards. Um, Elijah Moore caught all of his targets, which is crazy. Um, the Lions, um, the Gibbs had 17 attempts with 80 yards. Not bad at all. I mean, if 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 Montgomery stays out, maybe maybe Gibbs gets to be a little bit better. Um, the Packers, we can't trust Dylan. You know, I mean, everybody was just, you know, we thought Dylan was a good play. No, that didn't happen. So it's just like what I even had him in some of my DFS lineups. Big mistake. I will not do that again. Um, Olave, eight, eight receptions, 104 yards. Um, Dobbs had five receptions, 83 and 
a touchdown, which is not bad at all. Um, may you know, Dobbs is, could be the solid number two in this offense for sure. Um, sprinkling maybe a little um, read in there a little bit here and there. Uh, I think Watson will be coming back this week from the sounds of it. Um, the Texans, CJ Stroud. Is he an ad? Is he in our waiver claims this week? Are we going to be talking about him? Um, and Tank Dell, five receptions for 145 yards and a touchdown. Is he in our waiver claims? Is he? Is he going? Are we going to be talking about him soon? Stay tuned and find out. Um, Denver, are they lost? What the hell? I know you're just talking about them, but holy crap! Trash. Who, can we trust anybody? Can we trust Sutton? Can we trust <laughs> um, Jerry Judy? Oh, my God, dude. I mean, that's just insane. Um, Easton had a good day. Christian Kirk had four for 54 and a touchdown. I don't know if this rebounds from, you know, them kind of, you know, be it. it's just, if this rebounds him from kind of staying irrelevant at all. Um, my um, Does Miami win the division this year? Because, I mean, after this whole thing, man. I mean, are they going to be, could they beat out the bills? I know it's crazy. Um, the chargers, they had no run game, no run game at all. All it was just a pass game, just pass, pass, pass. I mean, with Eckler not being there, it shows they're, they're, they suck. I mean, the only thing they can do is pass. I mean, you would think with all the backups that they have, somebody would step up and actually freaking run the damn ball, but that's a no go. Um, Minnesota, oh and three, oh and three. I mean, my God! I mean, Christian Kirk's in the top five for passing or top one, you know, for rated offense for passing. Um, Jefferson, he's up there in the top one or five somewhere in there. I mean, just, just elite stuff, and they're oh and three. I mean, Madison kind of rebounds from maybe the trade that, you know, they for Cam Akers, maybe he loses out. I mean, who knows? I mean, Jefferson had seven for 149 and a touchdown. I mean, what the hell are the Vikings doing? I mean, they have a decent team. The core is good. It doesn't seem like they can get any traction going, which is really just insane. Um, is Addison still a factor in this? Maybe, maybe not. You know, I mean, he still looks good. But hopefully he can. I mean, with where he's at with the wide receiver two, I mean, I don't see why not. Um, and then the Jets. What the f WTF? WTF? Do we sell Wilson? Do we sell him? I mean, they. I tisk, guess. I mean, tisk, tisk. the the. <laughs> I know, right? Um, the you know the the Jets just signed Trevor Simeon from. I mean, why? Go on, get somebody better. Trevor Simeon from the practice squad. Come on, Winston's even better than Trevor Simeon. I mean, he's a Denver washout. Come on. I mean, you started with Denver. Started with Denver. Come on now. Uh-uh. It doesn't make I don't think it makes him any better. Just trash. Where's my trash? I don't have a trash button. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we need a we need a trash bin. I need to put one in my room and you you need to put one in the in the studio there. Cause yeah, that that's what I think. I'll get my two cents and I'll let you get back to your, your thoughts there. Uh, yeah, I need a trash bin in here because that's what I exactly what I would do with that Trevor Simeon signing. This is I I, I can't stay quiet anymore. I'm sorry. They have to go get Kirk Cousins because you were just talking about the Vikes and, and you know 0 and three Jets are gonna waste this season. Brees Hall, 
who I'm, I might talk about in DFS because he, his value has dropped like crazy, and it, and it's and it's insane. I mean, this is like Kyle Pitts level droppage, and and it's it, it can't happen. The guy at week one looked like he was you know going to have you know probably a fifteen hundred yard rushing yeah. season. I mean, be it be like yeah, an all pro sure. level running back, and then two weeks later he you know he's on the scrap heap. Are you kidding me? There are, there are morons in leagues dropping him. If you'd believe that, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, and and I'm I'm yeah. It's it's affecting everything. And you sign Trevor Simeon. Come on now, come on. Whatever it's gonna take. Uh, Carson Wentz isn't much of an upgrade, but he's an upgrade. He's better. He's better than Zach Wilson. He's better than Trevor Simeon. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I what Wentz is re- you know he's got a bad re- reputation around the league or some bullshit or they're blackballing him. Wentz is better than anything you got. I, I thought yeah, I'd just I get that to- in there. Yeah, I would have to agree. I mean, I would take Wentz all day over those two guys. All day. I mean, Wentz is he's a proven starter. I mean, he's a proven guy that can actually uh get something done. He can win games when it comes down to it. I mean, he played with the Eagles for crying out loud, man. I mean, look how good he made the Eagles before you know he had some injuries plague him, you know. So I mean, it's not like he's washed up. I mean, shit, he's still out there practicing, trying to keep reps in, staying staying in shape and whatnot. So yeah, I would totally take Wentz over all those guys. Um, and then uh, Pat- the Patriots really nothing, nothing to see there. I mean, you know, it's just yeah. Um, yeah, fantasy, the Bills, fantasy trash. <laughs> More, yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, the Bills, Cooks is. I think he's trending upwards. Um, Diggs had 118 yards or eight receptions for 111 yards. Not bad at all. Um, Washington, where they're off to a hot hot start. I think they still have a lot to work, a lot of work to do uh, to do yet. I mean, they had a nice wake up call playing the Bills. Um, then uh, Carolina, Dalton looked really rusty, and Sanders was just gross looking this weekend. And yeah, just not good at all. Um, Thielen is he the number one there now? I mean, with Andy Dalton being there, and um, you know, with Bryce not really being healthy, and him, you know. Not being, you know, with Bryce being out. I mean, that's, it just didn't look good this weekend. And last one, um, Walker had another two TD weekend and DK had six for 112. So that's, that kind of wraps up the weekend. I mean, that's kind of what I saw and uh, kind of my overall observation on the weekend. So yeah, it's a lot to really take in there. I mean, just, Things that we wouldn't have expected. I'll, I'll throw in one more thing, Jay. I'll throw in one more thing, Jay. Uh, thoroughly disappointed in Josh Kelly. Um, I thought, you know, because you get desperate. I mean, Austin Eckler goes down week one. You're like, okay, well, how long is he going to be out? It's going to end up being a four. I put it on the scroll in the bottom, too. It's probably going to end up being a four-week injury. So it's almost like the he never officially went on the pup, but basically he did because he'll be back week six. So any anybody with uh, Austin Eckler shares out there, he's going to be out at least this this coming game too against the Raiders. But uh, Josh Kelly did a terrible job filling in, and you know, there's a reason why he's a backup. You know, he's he's a number two. Week one when when him and Eckler were together, I mean, he did just fine. I mean, he had like 91 yards and a uh, a score, I, I believe. So, uh, but yeah, just as a feature back, no. Uh, so some of these guys can pull it off, like Jerome Ford. Uh, you know, he kind of eh, didn't do much on Sunday, but I think Jerome Ford might be okay but there's there's a few guys out there that are there's a reason why austin eckler gets paid what he what he's paid and, and why he's viewed the way he's viewed you know him mccaffrey there's just certain guys 
elite guys that they're just you can't you can't find a duplicate. And I, I just yeah. I thought Josh Kelly just yeah, he hasn't he hasn't produced at all. Yeah, we'll have to kind of see too. I mean, it's I kind of want to see how the this Kareem Hunt and Ford thing kind of plays out if Ford's still gonna be the main guy. So I kind of want to keep an eye on that a little bit. But yeah, other than that, I mean that's that's kind of our overall takeaways and observations from week three man it's and now i mean week four is upon us everybody's kind of want you know we'll get into our we'll get into our waivers too a little bit later on but we want to highlight some of our if you do miss our show our highlighted players will be on youtube so i mean you can go back and kind of check all those out um there'll be a little short clips you know and up there so and our waivers if you missed that too as well i'll uh our waivers will be on uh, YouTube as well. So if you don't catch our show, so all those will be all broken down and, and whatnot. So, so anyways, let's, uh, let's get into our highlighted players of the week. And first on hand is Justin Herbert, man, 37 points, 47 attempts and 40 completions, 405 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions and his passing rating was uh 123.8 i mean just going back and actually looking at some of these highlights i mean you can see why herbert is you know a top five guy i mean i i mean he's not quite into that uh, at elite you know position but i think he's borderline i mean if he gets the right the right people around him and supposed to get a run game going i mean he shouldn't be having to toss the ball that many times without a freaking run game, you know? But, I mean, overall, I mean, uh, I've been a Justin Herbert fan from the start. I mean, especially when he went down to the Chargers and having, you know, Mike Williams and um, Keenan Allen and, well, no more Mike Williams now, but we'll talk about a guy in our waivers too as well. But, I mean, I mean, other than that, I mean, it's just overall it doesn't look good, but, I mean, I'm still a Justin Herbert fan. Either way, he's going to still have to throw the ball no matter what happens. You know, even though they don't have a run game at all, I still like Justin Herbert. And I mean, his, I mean, he's good. He's really super good. I mean, so I mean, if you, if there's anybody, I mean, I drafted him in, mo- in most of my leagues as if I, as I could. But I mean, just overall, I mean, I like Herbert. So I, I guess, what, what do you think here, real quick? I was I was gonna say, yeah, very as always. I I never I'm never surprised by what he does and Mahomes and you know guys at that level. They don't they don't surprise me. I, I assume that they're gonna have a monster game, and that's what he did. Uh, surprised me from the Chargers. I mean, I, I, obviously, I just talked about Josh Kelly. You know, he shit the bed, but um, yeah, Keenan Allen, got. Uh, Josh Palmer, who we might get into, um, you know, in the waiver section, you know, his value is probably going to go way up. But Keenan Allen at 33 years old, the dude still got it. Like I said, this is the year of the 30 plus year old receivers. Just a renaissance. It's incredible. Uh, eight. I think he caught 18 <laughs> balls for like 215. Just, just yeah, I, nuts. Just nuts. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, he did. I think his, and that, and that has to do with Herbert. I mean, with no run game at all. I mean, and yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you're going to have to toss the ball. And the Vikings really couldn't really stop anything at, at at all. I mean, it was pretty much a pretty much back and forth game, really. If you think about it, I mean, the Chargers at the end they should should have lost that game, but they end up end up winning it either way. I mean, you know, with Mike Williams and you know, not with Mike Williams 
you know, getting injured and out now. I mean, it, and these are some of those things we predicted too, you know, with, you know, if you go back to our, our uh, NFC or NFC um, West preview, no, AFC um, preview, yep. um, we talked about, you know, maybe Quentin Johnson and, you know, Josh Palmer and all these guys, you know, so, I mean, it, this will kind of give you some details and in, insight on some of that stuff as well, too. But overall, we loved Herbert. I mean, we were kind of down a little bit on, you know, Allen just because he couldn't stay healthy, but maybe he, maybe he's actually can be healthy for months this whole, this whole year. You know, if not, I mean, you got Quentin Johnson up in there, Joshua Palmer. I mean, you know, with Quentin Johnson being, you know, the first overall pick, it, you know, this year, he's got to step up and start doing something. I mean, he's getting a little bit of work, but, you know, with Mike Williams not being there now, he's got to do something. No, I, I I agree, and you're you're gonna you're gonna see, um, I, you know what I'm gonna say it. I I think uh, I know I, I was supposed to hold my tongue until we get to the waivers, but I I really think uh, I really think Keenan Allen is, is gonna have like a, 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 probably a Pro Bowl level year now. I mean, who it, Josh Palmer is a complimentary guy. He he's a gonna be a damn good complimentary guy because Justin Herbert you know puts up 300 yards every week. But I mean, this is really going to benefit Keenan Allen. And then once Eckler comes back, like Esther, Eckler's going to come back like gangbusters. So if there, if there's anybody in your leagues that's been impatient with him, or is like, oh, I'll put Austin Eckler on the trading block. I don't know what you know, you know, because they're ignorant and, and and don't pay attention to to his time, you know, injury timetable. Jump on that. Jump on that. Austin Eckler, second half of the year is going to be probably the probably right up there with McCaffrey. Honestly, Eckler's going to be. There'll be one one A in terms of running back production. Just just watch. It's coming. That's my <laughs> thoughts on uh, Mr. Hurt. Yeah. Awesome. You know, now now our next our next highlighted player is Devon Achan. That's how you pronounce H -A. it now. H A. H A. Yeah, the H A. <laughs> no, it's Devon Achan. That's how you actually pronounce it now for some odd reason. It's going around. Acha. Yeah. So we just sounds like japanese or or chinese Acha. you know just saying Acha. Acha. but Acha. uh if you get you know what's funny is <clears throat> i had him in if i actually have him in a few leagues and in a few leagues he was actually on my bench and unfortunately i actually had to start him in one league and i was just like woke up and i'm like what no freaking way and I'm like, dude, so the points are probably a little bit off. I mean, depending on your point settings or, you know, in the league, I the settings that I have, he had 60 points. But I think in most leagues, he probably would have like 53-ish, give or take, somewhere in there. In most PPR leagues anyways. But and I, so in our leagues, 60.3 points, he played 41% of snaps, 18 attempts, 203 yards, two touchdowns, um, four receptions, 30 yards, and... It, it was I messed up there. It's supposed to be another two touchdowns in there as well. So I mean, he had a <clears throat> four-game touchdown, which is plain insane. I'm like, how does this happen against Denver? I mean, Denver just pretty much woke up and shit to bed. I, I couldn't believe. I was like, what the hell? I actually looked. I'm like, seventy points I was like, I blew my mind. I'm like, what the hell? But a lot of this had kind of factor into as um, Waddle wasn't there. He was out, so. They had to do something, you know, a chain, you know, I, he, he was a Texas. I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Achan was a Texas A&M guy. From from what I hear, I mean, he um he actually, you know, is one of the he was actually one of the better running backs coming out of you know this draft as far as like decision making, like quick responses and stuff like that. So his reaction time was a lot a lot quicker than a lot of these other guys was as well. And he made like six De- Denver guys like miss miss him, which is I was like, oh, you know, so, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about a little bit more uh, about Devon Achan in our waivers, too, as well. But, I mean, I don't know, does, does you know, you know, with, I think it's what, uh, there's one guy supposed to be coming back from the IR, I believe. I can't remember his name offhand, but, you know, they got Mustard and one of the other guys, too. I think he's, so it kind of plays a part of, where where, where does... Devon Achan stand in the crew of running backs. Does that does that make does that make him Devon Achan? Devon Achan, <laughs> say it with me, Devon Achan. It it, it, it almost sounds like an evil it, character from a Bruce Lee movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, right? no, I I think I think Mostard stole the feature back and, until he inevitably gets hurt. I mean. That's, most arts always had the the speed and the and the ability to be a feature back. I mean, he was with San Francisco for a little bit, but the guy always gets hurt. So at some point, yeah, yeah, he he he'll probably and we called this. I mean, we we said you know when he when he was under a different name when he hey chain hey chain that that he was eventually going to be the feature back, probably you know middle to the end of the year. But you know it, it's coming. Uh, Most start like I said, Jeff Wilson's out, so there, you know he's not in his way. Um. It probably, you know, probably won't be. You're not, not going to be putting up 200 yards rushing and and two touchdowns receiving every. You know, he's not, not. Yeah, yeah, that's just unrealistic. But because um, Waddle's going to come back, I think Waddle will be back uh, this week, but against the Bills. Uh, but yeah, it, it's good to know that he's capable of this. You know, so if he ever does become the feature back, you can you know, you, you can kind of count. Okay, well, I see what he's capable of uh, against a pathetic Denver team. So if they play another pathetic team, they play the the Bears or something. Uh, you know, he then I'm putting him in the starting lineup. Hell yeah, I'll start both. You know what? They played the Bears. I would start both of them. I'd start most start <laughs> and yeah, yeah. It's I mean yeah I mean. It's, uh, so, I mean, this does give us a little, you know, it's almost like a little teaser, you know, like, you know, it's like, hey, 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 you know, it's, it's not, it's not a bad thing either. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm sure with this game is going to drive his, you know, his roster percentage off the roof. But I mean, it it, it all comes down to is <laughs> how, how much extra, I mean, how much work is he going to get? You know, with you know, must start being there. Maybe Jeff Wilson coming back at all. You know, so I mean, if it <laughs> if it bumps him back down a little bit or not, you know, so it it all kind of you know, he's a nice complimentary complimentary guy to have on the bench in case somebody does get hurt, or especially in a deep, especially like in a deeper league too. Like I, you know, if you need him in a deeper league, yeah, I mean, it's not going to hurt. I mean, he might have he might have you a good not a hundred yards, maybe in. 60 70 some odd yards maybe a touchdown up in there especially if you're in a deeper league but he won't repeat this again for sure i mean yeah this is a one done kind of thing but all right now on to our next duo cj stroud oh i forgot to put the r in there my bad spelling 
Oh goodness gracious! I mean, I'm, we'll, call, I'm sorry. We'll, call, we'll call him a, we'll call him C, CJ Cloud. <laughs> yes, um, this I mean, 27 points, 30 attempts on 20 completions, 280 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, he had a little bit, you know, had three attempts, 14 yards rushing, but you know, his passer rating was 118. I mean, I know earlier this year, I know you said you're off CJ Stroud and whatnot. You didn't want to have anything to do with him. Has has your opinion changed now after kind of seeing him, you know, after a couple weeks now? At least for his rookie year, yeah. Because I remember RG3 popped, you know, his rookie year and didn't have much of a career after that. Uh, Justin Fields, you could argue, you know, last year, had a, you know, they didn't win any games, but he had a decent, you know, stats-wise had a decent year. So, I mean, I'll, I'll let this play out. Right now, in terms of fantasy, though, he's a steal. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll admit when I'm wrong. I mean, I, I said Russ was, you know, before, you know, after they made that <laughs> trade from Seattle to Denver, I said Russ uh, was going to win the 2022 MVP. You know, I ate a whole <laughs> plate of shit for that. And, and I'll eat some for C.J. Stroud, too. Yeah, I was. And more, more of it was the Ohio. I mean, I was very impressed with him um, last season. And then in the college football playoff, you know, look, look, look damn good against Georgia with, with all their studs. So it's an Ohio State thing. Their quarterbacks don't seem to pan out. And I think that was my concern with him. But yeah, so far, uh, he's, I, I couldn't include him. And when we do our waivers, I'll, I'll kind of explain that. But I couldn't include him in my five because he's, he's rostered a little too much now. But still, at 20, in Yahoo, at 21% rostered, I mean, this guy is an absolute steal. It, 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 would, it would be manager negligence. And you know you might have to have your uh, your spot in your league revoked if your you know if your backup is garbage if your backup is Ryan Tannehill and you're not trying to go get C.J. Stroud you're a moron absolutely uh, this guy's tearing it up through the air he's 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 building a repertoire with 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 some new weapons I mean some old ones too Robert Woods you know he speaking of Renaissance <laughs> I mean Robert Woods is back from the dead uh, you know I love I love what I'm seeing from uh, you know we'll talk about in a second Tank Dell. Obviously, Nico Collins. Nico Collins is looking like a Pro Bowl level receiver so far. I mean, I'm very, very impressed yeah, with Nico sure. Collins. Uh, just yeah, uh, Damian Pierce. You know, he uh, spotty so far, but I mean, maybe he'll 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 turn it up here. And you know, I know that their offensive line, you know, isn't great for the running game, but um, you know, like they're, yeah, they're they've they've surprised me overall as a team. I mean, they've been they've been competitive and. You know, and uh, most of the season they beat Jacksonville. So I mean, yeah, I've been I've been impressed. I've been impressed. Uh, it, but but before I start calling him, you know, the next coming or Mahomes or Josh Allen, one of these guys, I'm gonna need a couple seasons. You know, because that would have been easy to say last year after Justin Fields. Like, oh, Justin Fields is the next Lamar. You know, oh, he's gonna have you know 1,100 yards rushing every year and 3,500 yards passing and so and so touched. And now you know Justin Fields is like two seconds from being you know benched. So. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it, but fantasy fantasy wise jay fantasy wise for this year though cj stroud absolutely absolute stud so far yes i have to agree i mean at first i was a little skeptical i was like because you know you said you're off him as well i was kind of like eh, and you know i was kind of keeping an eye on him a little bit too as well and you know he's he's been you know the air yards are just you know he's so i mean a lot you know the first game not so much because he was getting just sacked Arms away sacked. You know, and, and, you know, it comes down to, I mean, this is also it's going to be a learning experience for him, too, as well. And the other thing, too, is that he wanted Tank Dell for his wide receivers. He wanted one of the and they end up they went out and got Tank Dell for a reason, you know, because C.J. Stroud, 
he wanted him and he was, you know, Tank Dell was a Houston prospect and for being a little short guy at, at five eight, I mean, he, I mean, he looked, I mean, he looked good. I mean, he looked good down there. And I mean, he, he might even be better than a lot of these, you know, you know, maybe not Addison or, you know, um, JSN, but I mean, he kind of surpasses him as a rookie right now with the capable of time playing, you know? So, I mean, that's, and that's the other thing about that, but with CJ Stroud having a connection with Tank Dell and working with him, I think this is going to be a duo we look at for the future. I mean, I think this is going to be a one-two kind of combo that a lot of people are going to be looking at um, going forward. And speaking of, you know, that our, our our next guy highlight player is Tank Dell, and you know, I, I mean he's tank, tank. <laughs> he, he's he's witty, quick. I mean he I mean as far as I know, I mean with his supper with his separation skills are I almost you could say elite. You know, with a lot of these other guys, these other prospects from the draft, Tank Dell's was the best, you know, separate separation guy <laughs> coming out of out of the out of the um the draft. And um Tank Dell, he had 29 points. He was out in 61% of the snaps. He had seven targets, five receptions for five hundred or not five hundred, <laughs> hundred and forty-five yards, um, twenty-nine yards per catch. Um, and one tutty. So, I mean, I mean, this guy is starting to be electric. I mean, I, I mean, I seen a little bit in preseason, you know, he had a couple touchdowns in preseason a little bit, you know, I watched that first game. He had a touchdown within one of the drives and whatnot. And I was like, Ooh, okay. Tank Dell check, you know? So it's, you know, as we just, just mentioned before, I think this guy will be electric. You know, I was hoping John Mechie would be kind of involved in this, but the only way I think he gets involved is it has to be an injury. You know, I kind of was trying to hype up Matt, John Mechie. You know, he didn't play last year, but in order for him to kind of get involved, I think somebody will have to kind of play shitty for him to get involved. So I think Mechie's on the way, kind of on the downfall right now. He's kind of not there, but uh, Tank Dell surpassed him. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Tank Dell on the depth chart, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, Nico Collins and Tank Dell, these are the young guys you build around. Um, I think Nico is in, what, his third year? And, you know, Tank's a rookie. I, so, yeah, you got, got some young guys to build around. Robert Woods, would, if, if Michi was going to get some targets and, and get in there, um, I would I would assume it'd be Robert Woods' target. So, if, if Robert Woods is older. He's 33 years old. So, that's always a possibility. And maybe he doesn't keep up this, you know, this renaissance. Maybe by week nine, he's shot you know, and back on the bench or something. So I wouldn't completely write off Michi quite yet. I, you know, if you're in a 12 man league, I, I wouldn't have him on your bench, but if you were in like a 20 man league, you know, just, you know, stash him on the bench uh, or in a dynasty or, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't lose, you know, patience quite yet with him. Um, guy's been through a lot, but. Oh, uh, so we, we call. Oh, go ahead, Jay. I was going to say Nico Collins is, is in his second year. So I mean, he he's oh that, that's it. Gee, yeah, yeah. Years, yeah. These guys are cheap. They're young. They're quick. Uh, you know, yeah. This, you know, I I would have wrote off the Texans a year ago, but I mean, they they, they might be going places. And you know, the, I know they have a defensive coach, um, the, the uh, D'Amico Ryan's, but you know, he seems to know what he's doing. And and uh, you know, the, the OC so far, I I I kind of like what's brewing down in Houston. But yeah, you know, we called this Tank Dell thing. We we've been on this for months. You know, that's 
you know, I'm, I'm wrong about some takes, but I mean, this, this guy, we were, we were dead right on. I mean, we, we called, we said that, that this guy's going to pop and he, he single-handedly, in my opinion, he got, you know, Clayton tune, a third string guy from Arizona or second, I guess Kyler's out. So second, the backup right now in Arizona, basically single-handedly got him drafted in the fifth round, I believe. Yeah. Like, like you, you know, cause he was a Cougar, you know, tank Dell. I think he single-handedly got him drafted. That's how good of a receiver he was. I oh mean, yeah, you, most have, you have a high-end guy like this. I yeah, he was a state because of his size. If you know, if this guy was six-one, he would have been a top-five pick. Oh uh, yeah, so most it, it comes down. Sometimes it just comes down to size, you know. Like Deuce Vaughn, like Deuce Vaughn from Dallas. Like you know, if he was five ten, I mean, Deuce would be the starting running back. He he probably even oh, jumped yeah. Tony Pollard. So yeah, a lot of this definitely. is just perception and size, and and I get it, it's the NFL, but uh, no, this guy, this guy's got the goods. But yeah, this so yeah, this is I think this is a good uh good thing we can probably look forward to, you know, down um down the road with CJ and a tank Dell being the next, you know, best thing with the Texans, besides seeing that Watson Hopkin thing that was a thing back with the Texans. So I think this will before be he, before he started before he started dealing <laughs> up women. Yeah. So yeah, so I think this great. will be a so I think this will be a new chapter for the Texans to look forward to, with especially with Nico Collins being there as well. Um, before we get on to our next one, but our, our next guy is Donovan says, "How long can Tank Dell last in NFL?" Though I think he, I mean, Donovan. Uh, hey, when Tyreek came in, th- there had to have been people saying, you know, I mean, Tyreek's a little more muscular and he's about five ten, so Tyreek's got a little size on him, but. You know, if if you're shifty enough and you're quick enough, I mean, eventually he's going to lose that step. I mean, when he's 30, 31, you know, he's not going to be, you know, this this level. I mean, not going to be flying around the field. And uh, but I, at least at least the next couple of years, and he's cheap. He he's a low round pick. They're not paying him anything. They wouldn't have to, you know, not going to end up paying this guy until at least after his third season if he's still at this, you know, producing at this level and keeps ascending. And then he becomes, you know, one one of those, you know, like top paid like a top twenty receiver. But I mean, for the next, at least the next, you know, this year and two years after, he's, he's dirt cheap. Nico Collins this year and next year, dirt cheap. And, and the quarterback, dirt cheap. Like they they got some. It's Damian Pierce, dirt cheap. So this is the time when when Houston maybe next year they they sign, you know, like hey, hey we, you know, maybe Houston goes like six and eleven. There's something that we know, you know, hey, a couple better, a couple games better than I thought they'd be. Hey, hey, to take that next step so we can compete with Jacksonville for the division title. And then they, you know, they get some offensive line help. They maybe sign a pass rusher or draft one or, you know, the, I think the Texans, yeah, I, I, you know, it's a brighter future than, than if you would have asked me the same question a couple months ago. But yeah, I think Tank Dell, at least for the next couple of years, you can depend on him. Uh, Dynasty, yeah, I'm, definitely. Um, because I, I don't think honestly, I mean, Jay, Jay, you're more of a dynasty guy than I am. I mean, I, I'm playing this year, but you know, are you are you really thinking, you know, six, seven years down the line, or is it more like two or three? Because that's my that's how I view dynasty is like a, you know the NFL not for long. That's what it stands for. Uh, you know, I'm thinking like two to three years. Is like if yeah, you're, I mean, you have to look at it. You have to look at it that way. I mean, can can this guy stay? You know, stay irrelevant for you know his through through his five years. You know. Long as, as long as CJ Stroud can stay there and be healthy and whatnot, I mean, yeah, why? I mean, 
I mean, I would, I would, t- I would take t- Tank Dell in a heartbeat. I mean, looking back at it now, I mean, I, I drafted a little bit differently, you know, in Dynasty when I would take a look at it, and and I and I'm still learning too when it comes to Dynasty too, you know. So I'm just kind of dipping my hand into a lot of this, and when it, when it comes to players overall, you have to think about is, you know, what is his injury contents, or I mean, what did he look like in college? What how 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 does this guy fit into an office an offensive system, and you know and you know, right now, I mean, Tank Dell looks better than John Minchie right now. I mean, even though Minchie was taken in the first round, you know, I mean, it, you have to look at talent wise and what what can they what can they do to bring what can they do to help the team? And and that's just the way I look at it, you know, especially when you're building your rosters and stuff like that, even rookie drafts and stuff like that, you know. So I mean, it's it's up and down. I mean, right now, I'm actually trying to tank in one of my league or dynasty leagues because upon intended. <laughs> yeah, no point intended. But my my quarterbacks suck, you know. So I, I I'm hoping to try to get a nice, good hand in a rookie rookie uh, quarterback if it lands that way, you know. So I mean, there's some pros, you know, there's prospects out there that I like. But and that's the way you have to view it too. I mean, especially in dynasty, you have to look at it. What can I do to win now? Or are you kind of in that kind of that build mode? Kind of you know. And, and that's the way I see it too. I mean, Dynasty, I'm still learning a little bit, trying to dig my hand into a lot of players and how to, you know, how do you evaluate some guys? You know, that's that's the way I try to look at it, anyways. But now on to our last and final guy, or it'll be a couple more guys. Um, Eli's got guy too. But um Sam Laporta made the highlighted list this week. I mean, um 23 points um, out there and 74% of the snaps. He had 11 targets, eight receptions, 84 yards, um, 10.5 yards per catch. And he had a touchdown as well. I mean, I mean, where does this, how I, from all the other um, tight ends, I think this guy actually lands in like the top five ish, you know, underneath maybe, you know, behind Kittle ish somewhere in there but this guy is up there in a way you know because he's going to be used he's going to be used for sure and i i just there's nobody else out there that that i would like i mean i have i think i got sam in a couple leagues and you know just for a long dart i mean this guy is going to be on the field quite a bit and and if you know uh what's his name <laughs> can't think of his name now um yeah you're, you're, from the, you're, from the you're, Lions? Yes. Um, I was just trying to think. Um, the QB. Dave Montgomery or you think tight end? No, I was talking about the QB. I had a brain fart here. Yeah. Sure. Goff? Yes, Goff. Yeah, I was thinking Goff. So, yeah. Oh. No, you're, no, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> but, but you, you, know, you know, like everybody, you know, if everybody's talking about 2024 is like this, this great, you know, quarterback draft, like, hey, six or seven guys could potentially be drafted in the first round. I thought this about the t- tight ends this year. I mean, this this was the greatest tight end draft in the history of the league, in my opinion. Because you got Musgrave over with Green Bay. He looks like a stud. I mean, j- just wait. Wait till that wait till that passing attack gets a little more lethal when, when Watson comes back. And you know, I, obviously, I like Dub, you know, Dobbs and, and uh, Jaden Reed. And so, but yeah, Musgrave from Green Bay. Uh, Kincaid from Buffalo. Uh, you know, hasn't torn it up quite yet, but usually tight ends don't pop the first year. That's why what Sam Laporta is doing is, is insane. Usually it takes a tight end until a second, third year where he's like, you know, really steamrolling. Like Kelsey wasn't Kelsey, you know, until a couple years, you know, got Alex Smith and then they got rolling. But yeah, he's right now. Yeah, he's, he's 
playing like a like a top ten fantasy tight end, absolutely. And I'd treat him as such. I mean, Jared yeah. Goff is is targeting him quite a bit. Uh, they've had some injury, especially with some injuries. I mean, if, I don't know how long Josh Reynolds is going to be out. Uh, I know he was out last week, and um, you know St. Brown ended up playing, but St. Brown's kind of banged up a little bit. And Khalif um, yeah. Raymond, Khalif yeah. Raymond's nothing special. So uh, Jameson yeah. Williams, Jameson Williams, I feel is going to end up being yeah. And some of it's some of it's his fault, some of it's not. Some of it's you know injuries, bad luck, whatever you want to call it. Like I, I just feel like he's going to end up you know as like a he's going to end up on a different roster. He'll end up being cut. He'll be this high pick that was you know cut and really just just something screams like there's something sketchy there there's just why why he's not you know this guy was you know this guy was a first round pick come on now but i think he's taking all you know all the guys i mentioned he's taking their targets all into one big grouping and and and, uh and stealing them for himself so so really i mean the hierarchy it could literally be saint brown and then laporta and then it kind of looks similar to what you know the vikings have you know where it's jj and then it's hawkinson or um you know kansas city where um, it's probably Kelsey one, and then maybe what Kadarius Tony at two. I mean, there's some places where the, where the tight end is the feature, or, or uh, Baltimore, Zay Flowers and Mark Andrews. So it, you know, these higher end tight ends, they're they're right there with the receiver, but or or yeah. in Kansas City's case, they are the number one receiver. So I, I consider him in that class, and and uh, you know, yeah, you could argue you could argue he's even higher than that. I have him top ten, but he might be more around six or seven. And that's incredible. The guy's played three games, but you know, he's looked that good. Yeah, right now, uh, we're looking at season overall season stats. He's actually number two tight end right now, which is crazy. And Hawkinson is actually the number one tight end right for a rookie. Now. Yeah, I mean, it, um, you know, here, 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 here's kind of the top ten. We got Hawkinson, Laporta, Hunter Henry, yep. Mike Ingrams, Travis Kelsey, um, Perham, and then we have Kittle, Dar- Darren Waller. Higby and Musgrave are all, I mean, I mean, this, this is, I mean, you, you would think Kelsey would be the top guy up here, but he's not. It's, you know, Hunter, Hunter Henry. Oh, he, missed, he missed that game, Jay. Yeah. I mean, Hunter Henry. He missed that, that Detroit game. Yeah. I, but still, yeah, yeah. I get your point though. He's, he's still. I mean, Hunter Henry. I mean, where in the hell did he come from? I mean, it, that's, this is insane. I mean, he, he went from being, you know, irrelevant to a nobody and now kind of, showing up i mean but so this just kind of shows you know some of the people right. that are using tight, tight ends right now i mean and sam laporta keep them in your lineups just keep them in your lineups that's that's what i would be doing I mean, if you got them keep them there i mean unless you got a kelsey you know or hawkinson or whatever but i mean if you don't have tight end i mean sam laporta will be the guy i mean if you can go trade for him if you like him go try to trade for him um there's probably nothing really out there on the waiver wire either at all because it's really going to be slim, slim pickings on the waiver wire for tight ends overall. But, yeah, I think that kind of wraps up kind of Sam Laporta. And, uh, Eli, you have a uh, highlighted player as well. I have a gold star player. You know, get 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 the little. Let's, let's pretend we're all back in third grade. You know, let's go get that that gold star from Mrs. Anderson. Let's go let's go put it up on the fridge, and let's give one for Adam Thielen. Uh, I could have given this to quite a few times. Yes, yes, yes. I could have given this to quite a few guys. I ended up giving it to Adam Thielen because I want to mix it up. You know what? We did Brian Robinson Jr. last week. 
And, uh, you know, this week, because, you know, one of these most start might, might pop later in the year or, you know, Tank Dell or um, Keenan Allen. You know, I might use them a, a different week if they pop again. But I thought Adam Thielen, you know, for being 30, you know, 33 years old, another 33 year old guy uh, for being his age and kind of transitioning over to being a slot receiver. Because basically what he is, he's a he's a Carolina slot guy. Just just last two games, he's been tearing it up. Week one was slow at two grabs for 12 yards. But the last two weeks been targeted more uh he scored uh, i think he had uh seven grabs and a touchdown in week two and uh this week 11 grabs 145 and a tutty um overall for the season you, you know not not bad for three games because I, I mean adam thielen hasn't had a thousand yard season since 2018 so i mean it's been five years since he's had a thousand yard season and so if he can get to that mark which he's on pace for right now uh yeah very very impressive and uh, I, I can see more, you know, I can see more of this. If Bryce Young's going to be out a little bit, uh, Andy Dalton, you know, he's he is what he is, but he's going to have a nice, reliable security blanket right here with uh, Adam Thielen. So there, there might be more weeks like this coming up. So Adam Thielen, he, he's he's rostered to, in, especially the Yahoo side, which I, you know, which I cover. Uh, Jay usually does the sleep, the sleeper side and, and other other um, uh, platforms for, for fantasy. But for the, strictly for the Yahoo side, he's probably rostered too much to grab. But I mean, he's on the. I mean, he's there for trade, and I think at least the next few weeks, if Bryce Young's going to be out, I I would assume that he's going to be Andy Dalton's number one target. So you know, pursue him, and uh, you know, uh, kudos to him for being the Gold Star Player of the Week. Any any thoughts on Thielen against? Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. I. It's you know, it's kind of hard saying with this Panther you know offense. You know, it's. With Bryce Young kind of just trying to learn, learn as he's going as well. You know, it's, I think it's taken a little bit of time for him to kind of adjust to everything and, you know, him getting reports with his wide, with his wide receivers and, you know, with Andy Dalton coming in, you know, I was kind of, you know, kind of watching that game a little bit. I mean, Andy didn't really look that good. I mean, he, he, he looked rusty, but I mean, once he kind of got things going and, kind of more in the second half. I mean, Thielen was the guy. I mean, he wasn't looking no other. I mean, because, you know, you know, Thielen been been in the league for a while. And, yeah, I, Thielen could be their number one guy there. I mean, I mean, DJ Shark wasn't really, a, you know, everybody was like, oh, he's going to be their number one guy. <laughs> what? Ick. Nothing. I mean, I mean, Jonathan Mingo, I mean, he's he kind of got a little bit. But, I mean, it's this is he's, he's been banged up so far, Jay. And, and that's a, I think I think he'll be okay later in the, maybe later in the year, but right yeah, now. and and that's a downfall too. I mean, I was hoping to see things from Mingo because I got some few shares of him too. Kind of trying to hold grasp of Jonathan Mingo kind of coming in and whatnot too as well. It's and that's the thing about it too. I mean, we've if you actually if you go back and actually listen to our um, NFC South preview, we actually talked about Thielen, DJ DJ Shark, and Jonathan. Jonathan Mingo as well. So if you want to get a little bit more information on that, go back and check out our divisional preview on the NFC South. Um, but I mean, overall, Thielen is, I think he's their blanket, you know, they're, he's their kind of their, you know, like you mentioned, you know, kind of their blanket guy that they can toss to, they can um, count on for actually helping their offense out a little bit. So, but yeah, Thielen, I mean, if you need another like wide receiver two or maybe even three, depending on your roster construction, why not toss Thielen in there? I mean, especially if Andy Dalton's gonna be back for another week, do it. But yeah, I think that 
think that kind of covers that everything. Said, it's time. It is. It did. And you know what? You know what we're going to do now, Jay? We're going to transition over to some waivers. You know, that's why That's why some people are here. They want the, they want the goods. They want to know. It's Tuesday night. You know, a lot of these waiver claims are going are gonna to go in. Uh, I know the league we do with Jared, it's Thursdays, but I would assume most of these leagues, probably 80, 85% go in on, on Tuesday nights. So this is this is the night to do it. Uh, and and hopefully, you know, you have you have a bid option or maybe, you know, it's a it's a, a, a ranking structure. Like if you're the worst team, you get the number one waiver preference or I, I'm not sure your, your individual league, how, how, how they do it. But uh, yeah, get get these in. You have until, you know, midnight, wherever you're located. Um, you know, we're we're central yes. time. So we got, we got four hours to put it in. So uh, yes, these yes. would be my five guys and my my. My rule, and I, I told I told you know Jay this, and, and he knows. I, I try to keep it under twenty percent, so that no matter what size league you're in, you know if you're in a, in, and this is more for the Yahoo side. If you're in a 10, 12, 16, 20, you know something crazy, uh, you know you're in a thirty-two man league, whatever the hell that you can you can readily available readily get these guys. Um, obviously, uh, C.J. Stroud we talked about earlier. C.J. Stroud is a is a must-have. But he jumped, so he was going to be my number one initially. But he jumped overnight from twenty to twenty-one percent somehow. So you know, I'm a man of my word. So we we kept it under twenty. Uh, so I ended up going with uh, Josh Palmer at number one. I I think it's a no-brainer. Quentin Johnston, you know, I, I don't think he's still fully enveloped into the offense yet, and we don't know what he is. I mean, he could be a bust, or he could be the next Keenan Allen. We we just don't know yet. We haven't seen enough of a sample size. But we know Josh Palmer, he filled in nicely last year when they had injury, you know, when Keenan Allen was out. So uh, he's going to be their number two going forward, I would assume. And uh, that's a good spot to be in. When you got Justin Herbert slinging it, uh, that's a damn good spot to be in. Only 6% rostered. you got to find a place for him on your team, Absolutely, even if it's on your bench. I don't care what size league you're in, what your team is. I guarantee you don't have a solid number two receiver just just chilling on your bench. And if you do, more power to you. But Josh Palmer is a must-have. Number two, Mac Jones. I don't love Mac Jones, but he's actually been you know playing a little better under Bill O'Brien this year. You know the new OC. Um, they, you know not not working with a ton. I know I know Jay's probably rolling his eyes underneath his sunglasses, but <laughs> you can guarantee that one. I, I yeah. I think he's there with Baker. I've used Baker two weeks in a row. I thought I'd change it up. You know, Baker's still in that kind of roster, you know, percentage. CJ Stroud's that, you know, they're all kind of in the same realm. Uh, Andy Dalton, I don't know how long he's going to play. Andy Dalton's available too. I could have put him in there. Um, I, I, I'm waiting for that uh, Raiders situation. Brian Hoyer, I don't, I, yeah, I don't, I'm sorry. Jimmy, Jimmy's better than Brian Hoyer. You, you know, you could argue Aiden O'Connell. If Aiden O'Connell plays, Aiden O'Connell, uh, I don't know if he'd play this week, but he might be a guy to consider for, you know, when we do this for week five uh, from, from the Raiders. But there's a couple, couple different quarterbacks I could have put in here. Uh, Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs hasn't been playing bad. I think Josh Dobbs is, Josh Dobbs is about 13% rostered now, 10% uh, up from last week. So Josh Jobs would be a play here as well. But I just think, yeah, I, th- I just think Mac Jones is worth a flyer if you're in a deeper league. If you're in a 16-man league and you need a backup quarterback, you know, Mac's not the worst option. Number three, uh, Melvin Gordon, only one percent roster. This guy might start this week. This guy might start this week because Justice Hill out. He he's still questionable for this week. So let's just assume he's out. <laughs> um, uh, Dobbins is out for the year. Uh, Gus Edwards had a concussion. 
somehow, uh, you know, Mel- this would have been laughable a couple weeks ago because Melvin Gordon was was cut. He was cut, signed to the practice squad, and within four weeks, he's probably going to be their starting running back this weekend. So, and that's not saying much, but you know, if the guy can get you forty yards and a touchdown, it, hell, hell, that's ten points. You know what I mean? So, and it, a few receptions, and then you piece it together with if you need a one week fill in guy, Melvin Gordon might be that guy this week, or a cheap DFS DFS option. Uh, number four, Josh Downs, only three percent rostered. I, you know, I like the odds there. Um, I thought he had a good rapport with with uh, Minshew. So if AR five is going to be out a little bit, you know, Downs is. Obviously, you know, Pittman Jr. is the clear-cut number one, but maybe Downs can be the number two until uh, AR5 gets back. And uh, uh, my man, Parham Jr., I, you know what? From the targets so far through the first three weeks, I, I, I've seen Gerald Everett in there too, but I think he's on par with Gerald Everett. If not, he's taken his spot as the, as the feature tight end with the Chargers. And only 2% rostered. Uh, you know, I like I like his future going forward. I I really do. Um, I I see him taking away some of the targets that Mike Williams would have gotten. So if Quentin Johnson's not going to be a factor, if it's mainly you know Keenan Allen and uh, Josh Palmer, and if Eckler is going to be out till week six this week, Parham Jr. might have another standout week. I wouldn't be shocked, you know, because they have a bye week five. They're off week five. So uh, if you need a, a, a one week or you know DFS, uh, you can find some use for him. Uh, in, in DFS as well, but only 2% rostered. Go snag him up, and uh, those are my five. Ooh, you, you, you know what I think of Melvin Gordon? What, what, what's that? That's what I think of Melvin Gordon. Jay, it's hard to get – it's hard – Jay, at, at this point of the year, it's hard to get feature running backs. And if this guy can start a couple games, he's worth uh, you know kicking the tires on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean – with, with the running back situations looking like garbage, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you have to, yeah, Melvin Gordon is a body. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of crappy. This is what we this is what we go through, um, like all all the time. I mean, this is what we go through with all these Ravens running backs. They're they're not usable. They're not. It's it's frustrating because you can't trust, can't trust them. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't. And I mentioned this on a different, I mentioned this in a different, well, not in a stream, but a, a comment in a different stream. Keaton Mitchell will surpass Melvin Gordon in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. So once he comes off the IR, I mean, if they're still struggling like this, Keaton Mitchell is going to be getting, he'll be getting some playing time. I, I so, agree. I think, I, I no, I agree. I, I think, I think Keaton Mitchell I think Keaton Mitchell was their second best running back behind Dobbins. Like if Dobbins is fully healthy, he's their best running back. I thought Keaton Mitchell was the second best running back because I liked what I saw in the preseason. I thought it was a, it was a, it was a, a, a sham. He wasn't drafted. How he went undrafted is, is ridiculous. I mean, you've been talking about him. You got me on him too. When he was still in college at East Carolina. Um, yeah, just so, but, but I'm saying like, that's a guy, you know, when he comes off the IR list, that that could be, you know, maybe week seven, week eight, when we're doing this, we're doing the waiver stuff. Maybe Keaton Mitchell's the guy. It's just going to keep, moral of the story, it's going to keep changing. It's like a revolving door. It's going to be, you know, uh, and then Justice Hill, like week uh, week 10, Justice Hill will be the running back. Week 12, it'll go back to Melvin Gordon. Week 14, it'll be Gus the Bus. You know, it's just uh, week 17, it'll be Keaton Mitchell again. It's This is just the way it's going to go with this team. 
Yeah, it, it is. Um, a, a few quick comments. And Donovan says, have we reached the bottom of the barrel? Um, we have reached the bottom <laughs> of the barrel. Yes. Yes, Don. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, it also has comments on Melvin Gordon. He had 40 yards, one touch on two fumbles. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's just, uh. that's just another... It's just my overall overall opinion of Melvin Gordon. I really re, re, literally don't care. Uh, yes, but the rest of these guys are not bad. Palmer, I got, I got. I'm talking about him too. You know, Josh Downs is a guy to look at, and Parham, as you mentioned. Yeah, I mean, especially if Mac Williams and Quint Johnsons can't get anything going. I mean, yeah, I mean, Parham will be another guy in the offensive system to um, get things going. And so we'll get into. So my guys for, you know, 10 to 12 leagues over out on uh sleeper CJ Stroud is actually on my list with bye weeks coming up, you know, here soon CJ Stroud will be a guy you more likely will want to put on your bench. Don't play him this week, but get him a, get him. He'll be a guy you want to be on your bench because he, if he has another, um, another, another good week this week, you can trade him. I, this, this might be a hot take. This might be a hot take, Jay, but there's there, you know, if it's a tw- ten man, you're pushing it, but in twelve man, I would start him. I think right now he's playing like a top twelve fantasy quarterback. I would absolutely start him. Uh, CJ. Yep. Um, I got Kelvin. I got Kelvin Austin on this. Uh, he's five percent rostered. He, he's he's slowly coming along. I mean, I I mean, yeah. he had another touchdown this weekend. He had another touchdown this weekend, which I was happy with. I mean, he's explosive. He looks good. I mean, he's their number two. I mean, he's behind that. He's behind Pickens. You know, Allen Robinson. Whatever. I really don't yeah. care. I, this, that's an with Melvin Gordon. <laughs> right. But uh, Kelvin Austin. I mean, if, he, if if he's a guy, now I can't even talk. Now, Kelvin Austin is a guy to look at if you if you need a wide receiver. Um. James Winston. Um, I put him on this list because it sounds like Carr could be out multiple weeks. And James Winston, I know he's an, you know, as Eli says, he should be an XFL, but James Winston is is a liable. But the guy, the guy can sling it. He can I can sling it. it, Jay, but he should be in the XFL. And they play, and they, they do play Tampa this week too, I believe. So it's a, a revenge game. <laughs> but what um james winston is two percent rostered so he's a guy to maybe possibly look at if you're hurting for um qb would you take uh james or andy dalton real quick for for a one week game because they're playing the vikings you know just yeah. j- just for one week andy dalton if this turned it if Carr is out let's say he went to the pup and he was out you know three four games or something uh, uh, I over the course of that stretch, I take Jameis Winston. So if you need a one week guy, which which I, I think lends its lends its hand to DFS. So Andy Dalton for DFS, I would take in a heartbeat over Jameis Winston. But if you needed them for three four weeks, I'd take Jameis Winston. All right, um, I got Quentin Johnson. He's even though he's fifty one percent rostered, it's possible he could still be out there. Um, same way with Joshua Palmer, he's only five percent rostered. We kind of been talking about this already. Um, both of these guys should be rostered. No matter what, I mean, more more people are higher on Joshua Palmer because just because he's been there a little bit longer. But if Quentin Johnson can get going, I think he I think he 
can be your best bet for the long run. And I think Palmer gets booted back, you know, because you know Quint Quint Johnson is, is pretty much a Mike Williams. He's you know called these guys kind of like the three towers because I mean these guys were they're, they're monsters. They're over six foot tall. So I mean yeah, Quint Johnson might be a little misused right now, but I think eventually he'll he'll catch on. And I you know he, he'll be somebody to be reckon be reckoning with. But far as right now. I'd try to get both these guys if you're able to. Either one's gonna, either one's probably gonna pop. And Tank Dell, he's still out there in some of these leagues. I mean, if you're, he's 48% rostered, but he's he's electric. If you can trade for him, um, I I don't have I don't think I have any shares of Tank Dell at all anywhere. I don't think. But if I was able to, I would try to be chasing for him. But these are just kind of these are kind of the guys that kind of look at that I'll overseen in your kind of your smaller ten to twelve man leagues. I mean, Calvin Austin might be pushing a little bit, especially you know smaller leagues. But I mean, twelve leagues maybe a smudge. I, I would kind of look at there. Um, now over to the deep six sleepers. Deep cuts. Deep cuts. Yes. Deep cuts, yes. Um, Rico Dowell with the Dallas Cowboys. He's only 4% rostered. I mean, if you're looking for somebody in a deep league, he's actually getting some work behind Pollard right now. He is. I mean, he's he's their RB2. So, I mean, if Pollard comes out, Rico Dowell is going to be kind of in there. And it'll be kind of the mesh. I mean, you can pretty much kind of put out the little the, the little man back down there. Um but yeah, he he's someone you probably want to get in your right. He's getting touches, carries. He might even snag a couple, you know, um, TDs from um, Pollard. So I mean, this guy is not a bad option. I didn't see anything else out there for as far as running backs. Um, Joshua Palmer just mentioned if you need somebody in deeper leagues, go snag him up. He's only five percent rostered. Um, yeah, Josh Downs. We're we're talking about him again. I mean, with with um, what's his name? What's his, what's the QB with the the Colts. Um, can't think of his name. Oh, now. oh, oh, Uncle Rico. Uh, Gardner Minshew. Yes, Gardner Minshew. Yes, I, I, I should know this, but I mean, I just see him as you know the seventies guys, bandana, long hair. Like, yeah, it looks like a looks like a seventies quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> but Josh Downs. I mean, he he looked good. I mean, just we just mentioned in the recap earlier, Josh Downs is somebody you want to take a look at. He's getting receptions. He plays the slot. He looks. He's, he looks good. And, you know, with Minchu, you know, kind of being there, he kind of that kind of that uh, small, you know, kind of blanket kind of guy that, you know, you know, Minchu needed with maybe AR5 coming back. It might be a little bit different. Might He might be slightly, you know, slightly down, but he was still kind of targeted. Um, Michael Wilson, this is a long shot. I, I think he popped a little bit just because Joshua Dobbs was in there playing as quarterback. If you need somebody, Mike Wilson, I think will slowly kind of get in a, he'll start trending upwards a little bit. You know, we kind of, he's a rookie. Um, it's still questionable though. I mean, if, you know, even though with, you know, Hollywood kind of being there, you know, I think Wilson will be their number two guy down there. And Andy Dalton. You know, he's. I was just say quick on Michael Wilson. I, I think he is too. I think there's they're setting him up because Rondale Moore is not a number two. He just isn't. He's a number three or number four. So Mike, Michael Wilson will step and and Mike. You know, Kyler if he decides, you know, if they're 
you know, if he decides he likes playing football again and, and somehow comes back this year, then he might benefit even more because Kyler can can really I mean, Josh Dobbs has been playing solid, but Kyler can can really fling it when he when he wants to. So that could be more 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 pro- productivity from Michael Wilson going forward. So I'd I'd snag him up while he's cheap now, especially in a deeper league. Yeah, for sure. And um, the and Andy Dalton's only five percent rostered too. So I mean, if you really, really need it, if you're desperate for quarterback, especially in deeper leagues where most of us are, Andy Dalton is a guy to kind of like take a look at. Um, if Bryce is not out there this week, Andy Dalton would be a filler or James Winston, either one of those two guys. Go out try to snake those two guys up because or or. or or maybe you know if Jimmy G is not playing, maybe uh, Aiden O'Connell is out there too. I mean, he's probably zero percent rostered. So if Jimmy G does not play, I would I would sneak him in, especially in a deep league. It is not going to Jay. Jay, they're they're toying with playing Brian Hoyer. Oh, Brian Hoyer, I didn't know Brian Hoyer was still in the league. Why? He, Aiden O'Connell he... looked great in the preseason. Josh McDaniels, if he starts Brian Hoyer over Aiden O'Connell, he needs to be fired. <laughs> this guy, it, it needs it needs to end. He's a moron. Like you, you gotta yeah. put Aiden, Aiden O'Connell look damn good. Put him in yeah. there. See what he can do. Can't hurt anything. For sure, for sure. Bad I mean, anyway. If, <laughs> and I just mentioned Joshua Dobbs. I mentioned him even even last week's waivers. Joshua Dobbs. He beat the Cowboys. He beat my boys. I mean, can't can't beat a guy who's actually look. I mean, plays plays well, slinging it around. I mean, runs a little bit. He had a rushing touchdown too as well. I mean, he'll get a little bit of upside from him, just a little bit. I mean, they, you know, even though it was kind of garbage time with these guys, I mean, Arizona is kind of trash, but I mean, these guys are going to produce in garbage time more than likely. So, yeah, that's kind of my top six in deeper leagues, man. Yes. Magnifico. Right? Let's give ourselves a. (laughs) But. That was our that was our kind of overall waivers for week four. Um, a lot a lot of different you know a lot of different uh, you know outlooks and who to add, who to drop. Um, hopefully everybody can snag up who they want to snag up this week. And I know I have a lot to I have a lot lot to take a look at through tonight to try to figure out who I want to as well. And uh, yeah, everybody, welcome into if you not watching us. Welcome into Autorhythm Fantasy Sports. We just got done with the waivers, and we just we previously got done with our highlighted players from the weekend too, as well. And now we have a few more segments to go. Eli's gonna get into his uh, his DFS bargain bins, and we have Ghostin as well, and then our college spotlight to wrap up the show. Lots, lots of goodies left. If you just you're tuning in now, you, it's not too late. And like I said, you could always go back and and watch this uh, this episode after we're done with it. So that'll be up. Uh, Jay, gun to your head quick before I move on. Uh, gun to your head. If you had to have one of these guys, one of these like probably 15 guys we've mentioned, you can only have one. Like, you don't have to bid on them, you don't have to do anything. Like, hey, we'll just give you this one guy. Of these, like, you know, every guy we mentioned so far, you could have one. Who, who would it be? I, I, me, uh, CJ Stroud. I, I would probably go with Joshua. Josh Downs probably more than likely he's he's in offense where he can actually get some he can actually get some receptions. I mean I mean he's he's gonna he'll be a small blanket even for both both you know 
Minshew and um, AR5. I mean, they have Pittman there, but I mean, who else do they have here? I mean, they have McKenzie there who really is nah, not really doing anything. So, I mean, it's, it's Josh Pitt- Allen, Alex it's, Pierce. It's Pitt- it's yeah, it's Pittman. Ju- Pittman Jr. is the clear number one, but Al- Pierce. I I think he can jump Pierce. I really do. I think I think if he if not already, I mean, I think that Josh Downs has a realistic chance to be their number two guy, and yeah. in any offense, especially one where with Richardson, once he starts getting you know he gets healthy again, starts selling it. I gotta yeah, go through seventeen right. teams of waivers yet, Donovan. That that's uh, whew, I don't I don't envy you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I actually, um, I actually went twelve and five this week out of all my leagues. Twelve and five, it's not bad, but twelve and five from my previous week of that's good. That's a damn good week. Yeah, not bad at all. Yeah, it's not shabby at all. So I got seventeen about yeah, I got about seventeen teams to look through myself as well. Well, besides not really a couple dynasty leagues, but yeah. So everybody, we're gonna hit into the bargain bins right now, and uh, Eli, take her away. You know, while Jay's the while Jay's on on his phone going through the teams, so he, so he can he can try to win this weekend's matchup. I'll be trying to win my own matchups. I'm gonna do a little bargain shopping. I need to get a little. You guys know I like props in here. I need a little shopping cart now. I'll get one of the little kitty. I'll get one of the little kitty shopping carts and just. <laughs> you, you know what we? Oh, you know oh, what it's we, blue, we, oh, it's we, a blue light special Kmart. Oh, oh, here we go. All right. You know what we, uh, so yeah. I put Andy Dalton as my quarter, you know, my bargain bin quarterback of the week. Now, now the rules for um, DFS, if if none of you have seen this segment before, I, I keep it under fifty five hundred. Just it, obviously, it'd be easy. Oh, I want Mahomes. I want JJ. I want Chase. I, you know, I want one of the studs. I get it. So I I try to find you know we go we go bargain shopping here on Out of Rhythm. So uh, Andy Dalton, I would say this week. I. I you come back to me week five, I'll probably have a completely different answer, but you're playing the Vikings Vikings. Uh, you know, their idea of defense, you know, is putting a, a piece of bubble gum, you know, inside of a, a leaking faucet or something like they're They can't stop it. You know, they can't stop. A cold. They can't stop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, they are got to stop getting messages from people. I'm trying to focus on the pot here. Uh, Baker Mayfield chucked it all over the Vikings. We saw what Herbert just did. Herbert slashed him up on Sunday. I think Andy Dalton has a realistic chance to get 300 yards. I really do. I think I think that's going to be a very competitive game. Thielen's going to want some revenge. I mean, that was his team for you know like close to 10 years. So uh, Andy Dalton, I would say at number one, that 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 is like you could really build a a winning team if you just put him in place. Everybody else to me is subjective. Uh, Brees Hall struggling right now. His value has gone way down. He probably would have been more in the 7,000 range, you know, after week one, but his value has gone super down. I'm not going to give up on Brees. You don't, it, it would have been easy to give up on Jamar Chase after a couple weeks, but he popped week three like we, you know, like Jamar Chase does. So Brees Hall, it's only a matter of time. He's too good. Even with Zach Wilson and the, and the crap that they have out, out there, he's too good to be contained. I think he's got a decent chance of having a good game against Kansas City. I do. I know, I know what they did to Chicago's, uh, you know, off, offense this past week, but uh, you know, David Montgomery had a good week one against them, you know, and I think Brees Hall is a better running back than he is. So, you know, Brees, Brees should have a pretty good game on Sunday if, if you want a running back. And uh, let's see, number three, Jacoby Myers. He was out week two, but other than that, week one and week three, he's been super productive, got a bunch of targets, got a bunch of yards. 
a couple touchdowns. So Jacoby Myers at 55 to me is a steal. Uh, him and him and Devonte. I mean that they should have no issue. I mean if Aiden, if they have any kind of a brain, they start Aiden O'Connell. He slings it around because then if if it ends up being Brian Hoyer, then you're going to see me change this out too. It won't be Jacoby Myers. It'll be I'll find another bargain bin. I'll go back go back in the shopping aisles. But for right now, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Jacoby Myers at three. The aforementioned Adam Thielen at four for 4,500 dirt cheap. Uh, you, you know, you compare him up with Andy Dalton, and then that, boom, there's your combo. There's your, you know, 300 yard quarterback and probably at least 100 yard receiver right there. Boom. And they're both dirt cheap so that you can go and, you know, if you want to go get Mike Evans, if you want to go get Justin Jefferson, if you want to go, you know, uh, you know, whatever, however you want to build your team, you want to go get McCaffrey, you, you can go and do it because, you know, these two guys are cheap. And Sam Laporta, uh, you know, he's not the, cheapest tight end but you know he's also the way he's been playing like jay said he's the number two fantasy tight end right now so and, and he's probably about the 10th 10th or 11th costliest uh, tight end in DraftKings. you know in the classic format so i mean to me this is a bargain for 46 and, and I, I don't see his productivity stopping i, th I think he's going to have another you know probably 60 yard touchdown game against green bay on th uh, on thursday so that's coming up in two games or you know two days so uh, these would be my uh, my bargain bins of the week. Any thoughts, Jay? Yeah, um, overall, not too bad. I mean, don't mind Andy Dalton, you know, Thielen combination there against, you know, maybe Thielen gets a touchdown this week, this upcoming weekend. That'll be badass. Um, Brees Hall, yeah, I mean, it's it really sucks that his value has dropped so much. I mean, I think it was only four carries last, um, the previous week. Really, didn't see really anything this this last week, which really really sucks. I mean, Jacoby Myers. I mean, not a bad play. I mean, for being a number two guy in this offense, and if it comes down to Brian Hoyer, yeah, he might snag maybe a touchdown up in there possibly. And Sam Laporta, not a bad option either. I mean, I probably play him too for that for being him for him being that cheap. And I mean, I do a lot of my DFS on the Yahoo side of things where your budget's only a $200 budget. So I kind of, I kind of watch how I kind of do things, but similar, similar thing. I just deal with a, you know, $200 budget than a $5,000 or 50 or $50,000 budget. So, but yeah, I mean, overall not bad bargains. I mean, yeah, some of these guys I would probably play as myself as well. Um, yeah, I like him. Well, I think it. I think I think it's time. Money, it's time money, money. It is money. Wait, I got. I got to play. I got to play our money. I got to play the money one. There we go. <laughs> All right. Now, 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 now on to the to the second to last on here, and that. Oh, it's it, ghosted. Oh no, it's ghosted time. It is the guys. So, so the guys last. Hold on. So the guys last week that were on here was. Hang on. Here's our previous week two. We had AJ Brown, Brees Hall, Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, Rashad Bateman for our last week's ghosted segment last week, and. Our week three is Justin Fields, Sam Howell, Yikes. Yikes. JSM, ah. Jahan Dawson, and the New York. The New, oh, the New York gain it. The, game, the whole Giants team. Ah. And I, 
as we've been t- <laughs> yeah, we have we have the New York Gainets on 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 our our Golson segment this week because my, well, my they don't deserve to be called the Giants anymore because there's nothing giant about that horrible offense. <laughs> And that <laughs> wretched defense, that that whole that whole t- I can't believe people thought they were gonna make the playoffs. I can't I, we we said on the show here and, and people were probably laughing at me. I said they're gonna be a six or seven win team. Awful. Uh yeah. Awful. It is. Um Justin Fields doesn't look he doesn't look good at all. It's this is the second week in roll. I mean, eleven for twenty nine, ninety-nine yards, one touchdown and one interception. Dude, I'll be I'll be benching uh, this guy. I mean, in if you have another option, especially in two quarterback leagues, I'd be swapping him out with, for your your guy in your bench right now. I mean, I actually Jay, I had to Jay, I had to bench him. He's I have a I have a share of him. Had to bench him. I I mean, I I I hate to do it because you know you you, you the week yeah go, the week you bench this guy, he'll go out and get 120 yards rushing and like like 200 yards passing. He'll you know he'll he'll surprise you and have a. 35 point fantasy day or something. But right now you gotta yeah, you gotta bench him. Gotta yeah. bench him. And I and I, I benched him for Stafford this week, and Stafford didn't really do much yeah, either. But uh, yeah, I was hoping Stafford would have had a bigger game. So yeah, I I I benched him for uh Stafford right now. So I would keep him on the bench until further notice. I mean, it's especially in small leagues, I'm I'm pretty sure he's droppable if you know he drafted him probably pretty high. I mean, he's uh-huh. probably in smaller leagues that that you're starting to stretch it uh, uh i i'd stash him on the bench i i mean yeah i th- i think it's too I, I think if he's still doing this in week eight man then you pull you 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 pull the ripcord but i think right now just be patient stick him on the bench hopefully he figures this out yeah um, so sam howell 19 for 29 170 yards Ugh. no Ooh. touchdowns Ooh, four interceptions bad this is even worse <laughs> <laughs> negative points. I, this man yeah, had negative almost, points. How is that possible? Uh, ah, it's, it's, ah. it's bad. I, I mean, but they played. They played the Bills. I figured, you know, you know, with you know, <laughs> Eric Bannemi would have, you know, knowing how to use these guys. You know, you, you know, this is a, even though it's a downscale version of the wannabe Chiefs. You would think, you know. They would have be putting up points, and this wouldn't be happening right now. Sam Howard, I've figured he would at least has a couple touchdowns against the Bills, but I mean, I guess they're not at that point yet to be, you know, the number two, the number two um, Chiefs, I guess. But you know, offense, offensive scheme, yeah, it's kind of sad. But I mean, this, I think it, it, it's just a learning experience right now. I mean, yeah, I, you know, keep Sam. I think you know this was just a learning experience for them. It's just bad you know, game. yeah, just bad a bad game. game overall. I mean, I still think he has upside. I mean, it was just an. I mean, they're playing almost the number. You know, the Bills. I mean, they're always a hard team to play against. So, um, JSN, not irrelevant at all. I mean, it's pretty much so. Pretty much the Lockett and um, DK show right now with you know. But Jay, I was gonna say, I wonder if he's a little banged up. Because remember, he was supposed to be. I mean, he ended up. I think it was his wrist, if I, if I have that right. Like he he was supposed to miss a couple weeks, and then he ended up coming back earlier than I thought. Like I thought, Actually, I thought he wouldn't play until week three or four, and ends up playing. I think week one or two. But uh, yeah, so far, yeah, just and it might be the locket and and DK show. But yeah, I, I was just wondering what the what the issue is. You know, he's, 
only got three targets. Not like he got like seven targets and dropped a bunch. But yeah, uh, yeah, JSN. That's that's surprising to see. You know, as highly yeah, as he was touted and picked. Yeah, for sure. Especially if you, some of you guys drafted him kind of high. I mean, he, in smaller leagues, he's totally droppable. I mean, I I'd be dropping him in smaller leagues. I mean, there's better options out there for sure. I mean, you, you could probably get JSN later on down the road, or if you want to trade him, for, hey man, yeah, for garbage, hey absolutely. I think you. Yeah, and um, Jahan Dotson, he's supposed to be their number two guy. I mean, he had four targets, two receptions, twenty-one yards. I mean, this guy's not looking like a number two for sure. I mean, he hasn't been used at all, at at all. Which I'm surprised. I mean, I'm surprised somehow if he's if he can't get it to freaking. Um, you know, see, I'm I'm all dumbfounded, and you know, I'm thinking, you know, uh, wait, wait, tag, tag me in. Uh, and I go. think what he means is uh, McLaurin and uh, Samuel. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was just had to had to think, but yeah, McLaurin is seeing a little bit more of the reps, target share. It's it's insane. You would think it kind of be the opposite, you know, with Sam, you know, the Samuel kind of being a number three guy and. Dotson not being used at all because he's kind of their speedster and you can, you know, he can get stuff done, but not good at all. Not good at all. And last but finally, the New York pitiful New York Giants. They had, <laughs> yep. So they actually had 31 targets in that game, only two, 22 receptions for 137, 137 yards. I mean, you know, that's if you minus the tight ends and the running backs, that's only 77 yards. It's horrible. I mean, they're no one's doing. You know, our, our our boy Hyatt didn't see no targets, zero yards. I mean, he had Rondale Ron, Rondale Robinson with only maybe two targets, two or two receptions. They're they're not. I mean, Isaiah Hodgson didn't really have. Maybe I think he had three receptions. They're 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 not doing anything. They're not. I mean, what happened from the week before where they were just blowing shit up? They actually won a game. They actually looked like an offense, and now they're. There's nothing going on here, and it's crazy. It's crazy. Honestly, honestly Jay, it, it's, Dar- it, 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 it's Darren Waller, and Darren Waller. That's that's about it. So you know, so far without Saquon, they're helpless. I mean, Saquon, and, Saquon should be every year he's healthy and putting up decent stats. He should be in the MVP conversation just based on like like how inept Daniel Jones is without him. Yep, and. And then this goes back to our discussion on the, the NFC East preview that we talked about. And we talked about all these guys. We talked about all these Giants wide receivers. We broke it all down for you. And we actually only said they're all garbage. They're all trash. There, there was nothing there to be actually. I mean, none of these guys are, to my eyes, they're hardly anybody that's rosterable. Maybe Hyatt, maybe a smudge. I, but I thought Hyatt with his speed. Or maybe you know maybe Sterling Shepard just based on like Sterling's had some good games in the past. Like I thought maybe two of them could have been salvageable, but I mean like right now you can't touch any of them. I mean they're all off limits. Like I, this might be a worse situation than the Ravens. You know the Ravens running backs because at least in a deeper league you can start a Gus Edwards or a Justice Hill or a you know Melvin Gordon if you have to. But like in th- these receivers you just can't touch. I mean you're better off going with with like the. You know Pittsburgh with with Calvin Austin from Pittsburgh or, or Allen Robinson from from Pittsburgh than any of these clowns. Like. <laughs> oh, that's 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 horrible. That's that's. Horrible.
but yeah, that's that's yeah, my week. This is, this is my week three ghost and segment for the week. Stay tuned for week week four. <laughs> now for our last and final segment, and then we wrap up, get the hell up out of here. And Eli's college spotlight of the week is. Drum roll, please. Uh... Keon Coleman, you are the winner. Uh, I, I, there was an old game show saying I was going to say, but I forgot it. I, man, it's getting late <laughs> in the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it hey, is. So, <laughs> excuse me. So, he he was a kid that transferred over from Michigan State. Uh, actually played basketball, actually played, I think, like a handful of games for Tom Izzo at Michigan State on their basketball team. So this guy's a two-sport athlete, uh, you know, 6'4", 215, runs a, a 4, 4 5, uh, 40. Um, you know, got got some decent, got, for the size, got some damn good speed. Uh, just based on his size and speed and and uh, kind of what, what I project him to be in the NFL, I, I, I would say Nico Collins. This isn't coming from, like, a pro football talk or anybody else. This is just my personal opinion. I think Nico Collins from Houston is his NFL comp. And that's not a bad career. Nico is doing, you know, Nico is the number one receiver in Houston right now. So, I mean, that's not a bad place to be. If uh, Keon Coleman could, you know, be a, maybe Arizona, maybe Arizona, he he could be, you know, if he was taken by the Cardinals, he could be their number one guy, you know? So that's not a bad, bad spot to be in, but you know, overall he's, he's ranked at number 16, uh, number three receiver. Um, there's a kid from LSU, and then obviously uh, Harrison Jr. from from Ohio State. They're they're ranked above him. Um, so far this year, he's got he's got six touchdowns. I mean, he's re- the transfer has really helped him. Uh, you know, if he would have just stayed at Michigan State, he might have been a mid round pick. But now that he's at FSU, balling out, um, it, there's a good there's a good chance. You know, he's probably a you know mid late fr- first round pick, and then some some team like I'm trying to think uh, who could. Like Denver, you know, if if they move off Judy, you know, Judy just doesn't seem like he wants to be there. You know, like a, like a like a Broncos or some or Arizona, some team like that. You know, he wouldn't be bad. You know, teaming him up with Cortland Sutton, that'd be a damn good one-two punch. Or going to Arizona, you know, being probably being their number one guy. I mean, that yeah. those are those are a couple you know just spots off the top of my head. I I, I think he could land up and um, you know, he didn't have a bad you know. Uh, uh, sophomore season at Michigan State either you know had over almost 800 yards and seven touchdowns but I think this year he really blossomed and you know he's only a junior he's only a uh, I think uh, I think he just turned 21 so still a young kid and uh, you know I, I I like his future so uh, and we'll and we try to we try to do this on the show so that you know nine ten months from now or whenever like when we're getting ramping up for the 2024 season and you know we see this guy you know wherever he's drafted and we see him in the you know training camp or preseason you know we can do like we did with tank dell i wish we would have done this segment you know we probably would have looked at a a jsn or a a tank dell or you know did a profile like this on on players like that before uh puka you know from byu before he was a big deal so you know we're trying to trying to get on these guys and i'll do some some deep Deeper cuts too, uh, and I've been mainly keeping it to like first round guys that names you know maybe you've heard of, but, but you know as the weeks go on, I'll get more deep cut guys, more you know maybe third, fourth, fifth round guys that are going to be steals, and uh, but yeah, right now we're we're banging out the the heavy hitters, and Keon Coleman is definitely one of them. Any any thoughts yeah. on him so far? 
Um, yeah, I mean, right. I mean, he had a pretty good uh, first week one against LSU and nine catches for 122 yards, um, three touchdowns in that game, which was more likely. I didn't really see any of that game. Um, Clemson here just this last weekend, five receptions, 82 yards. He had two touchdowns, though. I mean, that was a, I mean, it was kind of a back and forth game. I mean, it's, you know, he didn't see anything against beast or Boston College, just probably didn't play at all. You know, these are just some smaller, smaller, typical, like wide receiver two, you know, stats, really. Um, unless I see a little bit more from him, you know, but right now it just probably he's a good, probably a good wide receiver two, maybe three depends on where he lands in, in the draft more than likely. I mean, depends on where he lands with a certain team. He could be the wide receiver two. You know, it depends on if there's any injuries or anything like that. And then if somebody likes them, you know, for being 6'4", I mean, that's some pretty good 50-50 ball skills. I mean, we'll just have to see some more from him this season and see what, he, see what his outlook looks like and see what his, uh, what his stats look like toward the end of the year. I would, you know what, he might actually do well in, with either of our teams too. I mean, Tampa, you know, if he replaced Mike Evans – you know, kind of in a in a makeshift role with with Godwin, and then with you guys. I mean, you have a clear cut number one. He wouldn't have any pressure. Come in day day one and be be the you know, and he'd be an upgrade over any of the guys they have right now at the number two spot. So yeah, I, for I, sure. I, I think I think, Ke- I think Keon Coleman would be a great fit in Dallas as their number two. Yes, and uh, we actually have a a question before we got up out of here. So Jay. Thanks for actually stopping in, tuning in. I know you're kind of getting toward the yeah, end of our show right now. Um, if you if you like what you you know, after we get done with the stream here, go back check us out. I mean, we high you know we actually highlighted our waivers. We did some highlight. We highlighted some players. We did our waivers. We you know if you do a little DFS, we had a bargain spin. Um, I actually had my kind of what called ghosts, and but it's kind of like the shit the bed guys that we had. Um, but yeah, if you like what you saw. You know, subscribe to us. We appreciate it. Like, like our stuff, and maybe hit that little bell too. Um, Laporta or Ingram? That's that's a tough. I mean, I that's kind of a tough one because Ingram still kind of he's still usable, but Laporta is kind of more up. He's kind of trending upwards right now. I I would say because he's younger and because you're going to have it, it depends on the it kind of depends on the situation is this for a year to year is this for a dynasty is for a dfs is it i overall if you combine all those factors into one i, I would say laporta because he, he's younger there's more usage you know you can no, he, carry um they are playing um the packers this week too so i mean there's a good chance that golf needs a little safety blanket you know and Laporte will be right there. And the Jaguars are actually playing Sunday early morning against the Falcons overseas. And, and usually, and I, I really, I was gonna say, Jay, I really think that that you know, just uh, Trevor Lawrence is I mean, he's he's gonna eventually you know get out of his funk that he's in. I mean, he's too good not to. But I I really think uh, Calvin Ridley is is dipped into some of some of Evan Ingram's uh, targets. You know, because last year they didn't really have, uh, you know, Evan Ingram kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, he had been a high pick with the Giants, really didn't do much. He came over to Jacksonville and became an absolute stud. But, but this year, you know, you got you got to feed Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, um, you know, the the backs that they have. So, 
Um, and, and when the offense isn't, you know, when Trevor Lawrence isn't throwing 300 yards, there's, you know, he's only doing 180 or 200 or 210. There's only so many targets yards to go, you know, to go feed these guys. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and Lap and right now Laporta at the very worst is the number two option in Detroit. Right now, uh, you, you could say St. Brown's one, and then Laporta's two. So, and and they're gonna be they're gonna be throwing it. And, and Jameer Gibbs is gonna be, you know, he'll be catching balls and rushing too, you know, out of the backfield. So those will be the three main options in Detroit. Yeah. So going forward, yeah, at least look at look at it more like a like the next six weeks. That's how we would view it. Uh, Laporta, uh, Laporta, the next six weeks, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, and then maybe I'll have a different answer like week twelve or fifteen, or if Evan Ingram has a few. <laughs> you know, 80 yard, two touchdown games or something, but right now, Laporta, absolutely. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. I mean, and, and the downfall is the Jaguars do play good overseas for some odd reason. Cause it's like their second home. So. Well, it's, well it kind of should be their first home because nobody shows up to their stadium in Jacksonville. That <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't surprise me if Ingram has 40 and a touchdown over there. And. Don't forget that is actually an early nine thirty game yeah, too as yeah, well. Definitely. So, yeah. But I, I would if I, had, if, if I had to, I would probably play Laporta. That's just me though. If you have shares of Ingram, most people are putting them in a lineup no matter what. So, it's kind of a toss up between those two. But I think Laporta has more, more, more of a viable option to see targets and maybe a touchdown as well. So, just a little bit more options there with Ingram being flooded with Kirk and Easteen and um, Ridley. It's yeah. So Laporta is our answer. Yeah. Laporta is the way to go, but yeah. Thank you, Jay, for popping on in. Hope that kind of answers your question. Um, hopefully you like, and subscribe to us. We're, we're here every Tuesday night to help out with waivers. Just break down the weekend and, and whatnot. And eventually we will be doing a Saturday show as well to kind of, for your last minute, you know, waiver changes and stuff like that. So that'll be kind of a Saturday night show as well. So stay tuned for that as well. So I think that time, I think that kind of wraps up our show as well. Um, yeah, I think Nico Collins, not Nico Collins, Keaton Coleman is somebody to kind of keep an eye out. And I kind of want to see what he does the rest of the year, but I think he'd be a good number, number three or number two. Thank you, Donovan. We try to pit, we put our best effort for everybody as well. We do a lot of research work into a lot of things that we do. And you know that too. So we're running a little, <coughs> we're running a little late too as well. So almost another two hour show. Yeah. Oh, right. I mean, I mean, this for days. <laughs> so Guinness, Guinness world record needs to needs to call us up. Longest, uh, longest fantasy football stream. We, 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 we could do that shit, but. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Thank, thank, thank you, everybody tuning in. Yeah, you, know, you know, Jay's got to get some grub and then, and then get over to work. And you know, I'll put in, I'll put in some work myself, and you know, go, uh, go hit the hit the gym up. And uh, yeah, no, I, you know, everybody, you know, it's it, it's a uh, it's awesome to get to do this, and you know, every week, and um, you know, we, you know, obviously, we, you know, we'd like to grow it a little more, but I mean, it's slow and steady, and and you know, we're on our end, you know, we're putting we're putting in the 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 most amount of work that we can to to create a quality show too so you know i want to thank everybody and and you know tune back in like like jay said it the saturday show is in the works and that and that's specifically going to be for questions like we just had from from the other jay there um you know if you have a last second roster question or it, you know you want to 
you know, it, it could be any league, any um, waiver. Who should I pick here? You know, because ya- these Yahoo people, I mean, they don't know you. You're not personally interacting with them. They're, you know, they're kind of whatever. They got their own thing going on, but we're, it's more intimate with us. And, and you can bring those same questions, you know, if, right now we're not doing last call, but if you want to bring those same questions over to discord, you know, we'll, we're happy to jump on over there and, and uh, you know, and do some, do some fun banter over there. And then, you know, obviously go back and listen to some of our old streams. And this one, this one will be up soon. And yep, bunch of goodies, bunch of goodies. <laughs> yes. Um. So, yeah, if you guys haven't catched. So if you guys haven't, you know, catch our stream or uh, after we are done, I'll, I'll go back and upload all of our waiver wire mentions we just talked about tonight. And uh, we'll do a, I'll do all my the highlighted guys too as well so there'll be a few minutes on each of those there so if you don't want to watch our full episode i'll just i'll be breaking down our our highlighted players from the week along with our um waiver wires as well so if you just want to catch the waiver wire part we it'll be available for you if you want to catch our highlighted players we'll be there it'll be there for you as well in our and our separated playlists on youtube so if you subscribe you'll be able to see all that stuff. And our Discord link is in the description below. So come Ooh. over and join us there. Talk some football, basketball, hockey, all that stuff is around the corner. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of channels up in there. So, But I think that covers everything. So everybody have fun with your waiver Tuesdays tonight. Don't think too hard. Drink quite a bit. <laughs> it, hurts us. it hurts us thinking too hard, too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> happens, to, happens to the best of us. Yep, it sure does. As Donovan says, watch the whole damn stream, y'all. Yeah, if people got time for it, do it. All right, guys. I think it's yeah. time for us. <laughs> time to get up out of here. So from Odd Rhythm, I'm Jamie. That's Eli. We'll see you guys next time. Laters. Mm-hmm.